You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap Podcast, episode 103. I'm Steve Burnham, and I'm joined today by Andy. And Dennis. Hi. Um, now, just to recap on last week's podcast on the backpacker tax, there's been um, a little bit of development on that. Andy, you've got the you're on top of all that. Yeah, that's right, Steve. So when we spoke about it last week, uh, we still had the machinations going through uh, the upper house of Parliament as to whether the backpacker tax would get passed at all, and we were throwing different rates left, right, and centre. You know, we started at thirty-two and a half, nineteen percent, and yeah. I think with the help of the Greens last last week we managed to get that right down to 15% so that was the the compromise that the government had yep. with respect to the backpacker tax now by way of background people might recall that when we spoke about it last week it's it's a tax it's a tax on those that are uh, do, that do have the working holiday visas so so regardless of your residency from the first dollar you make um, from 0 to 37,000 you'll be taxed at a rate of 15%. Um, one of the other things that we also mentioned briefly was the fact that um, that uh, the government with, would withhold 95% of your super on the way out. Um, that rate, um, with the compromise from the Greens, has gone down to, to 65%. But um, we did have some, we did have a, a listener a write in to us, mm, uh, right. Steve. So Isaac we did have Adam. we did have Isaac from yep. from St Kilda in Victoria, and he he did say it from his viewpoint. He felt it was a bit of a, a debacle. Um, so, for yep. example, one of the things that um, Isaac did mention there was, you know, particularly with the sixty the move from ninety five percent to sixty five percent with respect to super on the way out of the country. Um, Isaac did make the very good observation that um, these things could potentially get eaten up by insurance and, and fees, and the, the government might not be able to get any any yeah, tax true. in the end. So that's that's a very good point there by Isaac. And the other thing that um, Isaac also noted was that you know this does kick in from one January two thousand and seventeen. So it does cause a Half, whole bunch of a halfway through a financial year. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it does cause a whole lot of lot of issues, and the ATO really needs to get. Um, um, it's act together in terms of trying to administer this because it is quite uh, tricky trying to also get uh, those who are affected, those farmers out there, to also register for PAYG withholding. So mm. there's quite a lot of work to do between now and the end of the year just to get um, just to get everybody in tow. So so thanks a lot there, Isaac. Um, we yep. will be uh, keeping um, our listeners abreast as to what's been happening, but it is it is one where it's sort of implementation and execution will be the key. And, uh, just a, a note, look, uh, feedback's always, you know, welcome. Uh, if you have any viewpoints, um, if members want to email in at podcast at taxandsuperaustralia.com.au, it's always welcome. Uh, we'd like to get your viewpoints and your opinions. All right, Andy, thanks for that. Uh, the backpacker taxes are ongoing and also ongoing, Dennis, you'll know more about it, is the um, reforms to superannuation, which is, uh, some of it's gone through Parliament. What's the, what's the skinny on that? Yeah, um, two of the bills uh, were passed and received uh, oral assent uh, recently. So mm-hmm. we're talking about the um, fair and uh, sustainable superannuation bill, as well as a ex- excess transfer balance uh, tax bill. So those two bills have passed. Now we have uh, biggest superannuation changes um, in the last 10 years. Sure. It's almost to the dot. 
Yes. So, so one thing there. So we've got, you said, two bills. So what's the third one? The third one is the superannuation objective bill, which was um, held up and delayed um, due to the ongoing consultation. Um, it's, uh, it's reviewed by the Economics Committee, one of the yeah. Senate committees. Mm. So it's scheduled to be um, reported on by the committee in February. It's kind of ironic, isn't it, when you think about it? We've got these two bills with the actual measures going through, but yeah. the, the one with the objects as to how the super, superannuation system should operate uh, has been held back. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, cause, because afterwards you're not expecting to uh, have any further changes to already change super. So yeah. I'm not, um, we're, wait, we're yet to see the objective the superannuation system's object uh, act in action, yeah. but in the pan, uh, you know, it will, I think it will um, take a while to actually see how it works mm. before another set of changes mm. is proposed. But then again, in, in all fairness, the the fan sustainable sustainable superannuation bill included a statement of compatibility, even yes. though it didn't have to. So oh, yeah. I think they they tried the. Parliament tried to preempt the drafters tried to preempt mm. the yeah. um, the issue, but then again, with um, coming back to the actual sort of nuts and bolts of legislation, we've seen it uh, released by Treasury in three mm. tranches, yeah. as they called it. Um, now the changes between the final act and the tranches are not um, are not as substantial, so we're really just uh, looking at an extension. For um, for reversionary pensioners, mm. an extension of time to rearrange their affairs. Yep. So instead of six months proposed in a draft, it's actually twelve months. Okay. Um, uh, the major re- rewrite was in terms of um, capital gains tax relief, oh, yeah. and that rewrite really concerned um, just the structure of of sections to to add. Um, hopefully more clarity and also to to ensure that so-called deferred capital gains are taxable on the actual sale of the asset later on, mm. not as ten mm. uh, not at uh, expiration of ten year period oh, yeah, as the drafts yeah. proposed. So there were some technical smaller amel- amendments, but mm. largely that we're seeing the same. Um, tax that we've seen in the trenches. Because CGT yeah. could have made a big difference. I mean, that's you know worth a lot of money if uh, yeah. it's not it, fixed. Yeah, it's um, it could potentially make make large differences because we're not sure what the asset values will do in the next ten years. Mm-hmm. So, so essentially, it's um, it's still it's still a gamble because yeah. you know you access the relief now, and what if your uh, what if the asset values drop in two or three years times and the whole point of the relief was um, will be lost. Yeah, so, yeah. so how does that work, Dennis, the CGT relief? Well, essentially, it, it resets your cost base. Let's say you bought a share at $50 per share, mm-hmm. and now it's worth, um, and you're in pension mode, and the share is worth now $80 per share. So you essentially can reset the, um, the cost, the tax cost to you of the share to $80 now. Okay. Yeah. Now, because you're in pension, you're looking to either pay no or... Um, little uh, capital gains tax on this reset? Mm. Most mm. likely no. Mm-hmm. But then again, the shares might drop in the future. 
So all this reset might might be just wasted due to the capital markets. Uh, well, it's it's really um, get our crystal balls out and we'll, we'll all be happier. But uh, yeah, it's it's fair bit of crystal ball gazing there yeah. in in, in a, a planning for a CGT there. And and you look after the helplines as well for on the super front. What's what's hot since you know since since these measures have been. Uh, announced. Um, what are we getting from from our members? Well, the real hot issue here is actually 1.6 million uh, transfer balance cap. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, I would judge it as being actually more topical than than the CGT relief because um, it created a lot lots of um, unease between in superannuation members on what to do with their existing large pensions. Mm-hmm. And I think the the response is not necessarily um, rational in all cases mm-hmm. because what really it is about is how much of your superannuation balance is in accumulation phase and how much is in pension. Yes. Now, you you can sort of change the proportions, but effectively it's all your super. Mm. Um, and the 15% uh, tax rate that applies to investment earnings... Still quite generous, yeah. It is still generous. Oh, I mean, yeah. you would how much of the benefit you would get compared to That's right, having yeah. it in, in your own name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's always very difficult. I mean, the... How it's evolved as well has been interesting through the course of the year. You know, we had all the kerfuffle prior to the election as to, you know, retrospectivity, you know, and and the $1.6 million cap as to how that would pan out. At least for now, we've got that certainty that it's, you know, L- yeah, LAW law. So, mm-hmm. so it's been quite a journey when you look at it in, during the course of the year as to how this has, you know, been all transpired. I just hope it all settles down in the new year and we can know what we're up to, you know, <coughs> up, up against yeah, exactly. I mean, the um, these, these measures give a little bit of time for for trust, superannuation trustees until first of July to actually um, make necessary uh, changes and get the administrative processes in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then again, because the measure, measures are fairly technical, mm. it's still a challenge. Yeah, okay. and the measures are um, will be actually difficult to implement for some funds. Yeah, and, and the changes to non-concessional contributions as well is also a, a new one as well, just with, with the bring forward rule and how that applies as well, Dennis. Yeah, because there are different tiers of um, sort of rules. for There are transitional rules, there are new rules, and... and and because because of the multitude of those rules, it's just uh, there is more margin for error. Yes, right. Yes. So getting all the um, amounts and facts right will be essential yeah, for advisors as well as for trustees. Yeah, because yeah. I think under the uh, under the current measures, you've got the three years, one hundred eighty thousand, so that's five forty. But under the new rules, you've got that tiered um, thing that takes into account the one point six. General transfer cap as well. Yeah, exactly. They test you. They test the members on on the basis of their balance. Yeah. Uh, as as of the previous thirtieth of June. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, it's much more sort of targeted to stop people putting more non-concessional contributions once they reach one point six million. Maybe we should all buy shares in the calculator. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> calculator it's, it's such a headache. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. But it does keep you know, tax and super experts busy. Keeps our members busy, that's one thing. Um, all right, Andy and Dennis, thanks again. Um, listen, this is our penultimate podcast. We'll be back next week, but that'll be it for the year. But um, uh, thanks again. We'll see you next week. <laughs>